and we just want to have a good time. Everybody to the flow, why you frontin', get to actin' like you know. We just want to have a good time, and we all... Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of Two Tones. It's your host, Tony Timberlake 3. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my partner's here. What's happening, King? What's good, Ken? What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Tony Lee, T-O-N-Y-L-E-E underscore. Find me on Twitter, and that's it. Don't find me nowhere else. Um, I'm saying what's good, everybody? It's your boy. Like I, went, <laughs> I don't know why I just entered. I'm going to stop opening the show like that. That's kind of cliche. But what's up, man? I'm chilling. How are you? I'm good, man. You can also follow this show on Twitter at the number two, the word two tones. The number yes, two, the T-W-O-T-O-N-E-S. And for all y'all that have been yeah, waiting man, for episodes, we thank you for your patience. We appreciate your ears. So let's get into yeah, this. Yeah, they've been getting at us, man. They've they been getting at us. Like, yeah. shout out to Erica. I mean, she's the most adamant one. <laughs> Sending memes, Mike, you know what I mean? All y'all. Re, I mean, we appreciate the support. So we off our block. Just know that when we wait that long, it's Tony T's fault. So go at him. <laughs> it's my Anytime. fault. It was me. No, no, no. It was me, Austin. Nah, nah. It wasn't him, though. We had some technical difficulties. But it's all good. We back, you know what I mean? So let's get it popping, Tom. Yo, so... Let's talk about some sports real quick. Let's uh, let's, let's do, do this. It. So, um, there's been some new news. Um, you may have heard it. You may not have. But the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame uh, mm-hmm. has reduced the wait time for um, normally with post after you retire, there's a post-career wait before you can enter into a Hall of Fame. The NFL, I think, has a seven-year wait. Um, I think baseball is like five or six. Basketball has yeah. been five historically, but now it's been reduced to four calendar years after you finish, after you retired. Um, so mm-hmm. because of that, we have some new entrants into this year's Hall of Fame class, which includes Shaquille O'Neal and Yao Ming. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's look at these uh people who could possibly go into the hall of fame this summer i believe that it's like five or six entries per year to the hall of fame so we have a list of eligible players and we already mentioned shaquille o'neal and yao ming um which yeah which yao i'm still trying to okay but let's 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 go through a list let's go through like okay i guess okay we'll do the top 15 uh according to like points per game i guess that i guess you think that's a good indication to use points per game I guess so, but I mean, yeah, yeah we, we, we can do that. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So we're going to go based upon points per game, um, which Shaq and Yao already mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. These are the next uh, 13 to make around 15 for the discussion. Um, the next 13 players in points per game that are eligible to go into the Hall of Fame uh, this year. Right. Allen Iverson, um, Chris Webber, John Drew, World Be Free, Lou Hudson, George McGinnis, Marcus Johnson, Mark Aguirre, mm-hmm. Mike Mitchell, Kiki Vanderway, Stefan Marbury, Larry mm-hmm. Jones, and Brad Daughtery. Um, okay, okay, I'm gonna eliminate five of those off namesake alone, like <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, George. I don't Matthew know what. Matthew McConaughey, you stupid. <laughs> I never heard of, like five of those names. So you said who? Interstellar. Interstellar. Stupid. <laughs> No, <laughs> but um, namesake alone, I I honestly don't know like four or five of those. Maybe if I seen them play, but like by name, I don't know those guys at all. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. Um, obviously the Marbury stands out. The uh, Chris Webber, you said Chris Webber, right? Yeah, Chris Webber was the second name. Yeah, and um, 
Yeah, they stand out. But I, I would think going off namesake and going off the public, because I think it's based off votes. Mm-hmm. Is it based off public votes or just the committee? I think it's a committee only. Well, they would probably have a different point of view than ours. But, but I mean, I at think, some point, there's some players where their name is just too big to not include. That's what I'm saying. So I think the Marbury, the Weber. Did you say Allen Houston? No. But Allen Houston yeah. is eligible. Uh, these no, are some no, other no, random players. Well, not even so much random, but players who weren't in that list that I just named that are eligible. Um, there's Glenn Rice. Latrell Sprewell, mm. um, Tom Chambers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharif Abdurrahim, Steve Francis. See, I recognize these names. Yeah. Uh, watched Kevin too. Johnson, Tim Hardaway, Allen Houston, mm. uh, Larry Nance. There's a couple. Derek those names Coleman, are more stars started than the yeah, ones you just said. Larry like, Johnson, Katino Mobley. Okay, the list is getting worse and worse. Sam Let's just. Cassell, okay. Michael Finley. <laughs> Mark Price, Penny Hardaway. Oh, it's getting kind of better. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Jones. But I mean, Eddie Jones. Yeah. He's still playing. Sean Kemp. But isn't, okay, how many eligible, like how many slots? Five or? I think it's five. So we'll go with five for the sake of the argument. Um, for the people, wow. from the people that we've named, um, who would be the five that you pick to go in? Um, like I said, it's based off namesake. Some names you can't deny: Allen, Shaq, Yao. Which Yao, I think, is based off primarily the impact he had to bridge the gap. Now, the whole China NBA I, I thing. Did, I did read in an article that they have a designation for people whose contributions have just helped the game globally, and then there's yeah, that's what court I'm... play. Yao apparently oh. elected not to go in under the other provision. He wants to go in as an on-court performer. I don't know why. Um, I, he was tall, and I guess he his points per game wasn't that bad I mean, Yao um, averaged like 19, 20 points a game for his career, I believe. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't bad. He wasn't a, uh, what's old boy name? Um, Chinese the uh, guy. Who, you? Uh, Lin. Oh, dang. <laughs> he wasn't a... Yeah, he wasn't a Jeremy Lin. Lin was hot for like two games, and they gassed him. But and Lin isn't isn't even that bad to me. But he was he was better than Lin to me. Um, but I'll say Yao, Iverson, Shaq, of course. If you don't put Shaq in, just burn the thing down. Um, Marbury, maybe. Um, four. And I want to say Tim, but I want to say Tim. Hardaway? Based off the beginning of his career. Yeah. No, Chris Webber. Um. Oh gosh, how many spots? Five. One, two, three. Yeah, I, I put Chris before Tim because Tim, yeah, Tim, yeah, that, that's my five right there. Weber, Ming, Shaq, Iverson, and Marbury. Well, I'm not going to put Spreewell in. right there, right? Yeah, like I'm not putting Spreewell in at all. I mean, because of the rims, maybe the braids. Like I'm not, I, I refuse. <laughs> the spinning rims. Um, that, yo, he's, yeah. he's in the Hood Hall of Fame oh. though, right? Yeah, he's he definitely choked in his him, coach out. Iverson. He played for the him. Knicks. Him, Rasheed Wallace, he rejected, World Peace. he rejected a three-year, $21 million contract and said, because I need more money to feed my kids. Like, Hood Hall of Fame, first ballot. Yeah, that's him. He, he's up there with Rasheed Wallace, Metal World Peace, At, Allen, Allen Iverson, is a, is... and DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> there it is. That's, that's the Hood Hall of Fame. But I'm, oh, Sean Kemp. Wait, 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 you said Sean Kemp. You right? forgot about Steven Jackson, bro. Yeah, you're a he's Pacers an honorable fan. Come on. He's the sixth man. He, he, he's the sixth man. He's he, 
But, yo, back to the list. You said Sean Kemp, right? Yeah, Sean Kemp is on the list. Oh, man. Um, but the problem God. is, uh, for his career, he only averaged 14 points per game. Yeah, but if you look at impact and defensive, like, I mean, what he did for... Uh, I, had, besides, I, had I, mean, the, I had the Sean Kemp's. I had the Kamikaze twos. Yeah, that's when what I'm saying. A young boy. Like, but, I mean, there, if we're going to go off of just impact, Steve Francis... No, I'm defensively. I'm not just impact with Kemp. It's, it's obviously it's more than impact. Kemp was like a, you know, a key player. But a lot of these guys probably were. But yeah, I don't know. So Alan like Houston's Kemp was the dude, reason man. the Knicks got to the NBA Finals. <sighs> Allen Houston, um, he in the Word Network somewhere. Yeah, you know, I hate, like the, I hate the Word Network. <laughs> he is. He's TV. He's somewhere preaching. Carl Lynch Church. But um, yeah. real talk, he is. Though. Oh, okay, what are your five? We talk about my, my five. five Allen Iverson and Shaq, no doubt. They get in, no mm-hmm. doubt. Um, mm-hmm. I think Chris Webber is due. Um, I'm kind of confused as to why he wasn't already in because he retired two years before Iverson. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's that. Um, I, I would vote Marbury in, but I don't think he will get in. Um, for some political reasons, and because he, quite frankly, he never really played for a winning a winning team. Most of his teams yeah, were mean, pretty bad. Can we put him in for the Starberries, like for nah. the culture? Nah, fifteen dollars shoes. Jordan doing nah, the wrong thing. Iverson's he, already he, in for the culture. I <laughs> <laughs> right, bet you got it. You got it. He played in China now, right? Marbury, hey, overseas. Yeah, he like the he's man still over playing there. in China. He's like the man over there, yo. Yeah. But, but yeah. So, did you round them out? Or Iverson, Marbury, Shaq. Iverson, Marbury, Weber, and Shaq. Iverson, Marbury, Weber, Shaq. Okay. I got got one more. Um, Man, that's hard. Glenn Rice? Huh? Glenn Rice, Katina Mobley? Nah. Man, that's kind of tough. Yeah, it's, that's I what I'm might, saying. Look at, I might have to. I might have to give it to like. I don't know. It might have to be y'all. Just on namesake, yeah, I, it might have to be y'all. Yeah, that's what I'm putting. Like, that's the only reason. But like, his name is just play. too big to omit. Yeah, he's a big step in the NBA on the court. Eh, but listen, I take him above a lot of these guys we named. So, yeah, I mean, you just gotta put him in there. And Courtesy. So, let's have this. Let's talk about this a little bit. Since we are um, obviously, we know Kobe Bryant announced his retirement, and mm. you know after this season, he'll wait four calendar years and he'll be eligible. Um, right. Provided that Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Paul Pierce don't also retire this year, do you think it's possible mm. Kobe is the only one that goes in the for that class? Yeah, that's very possible. I mean, if he's the only one retiring. No, 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 no. Because remember, there's still other Wasn't players. Ray Allen in that class? Uh, Ray Allen retired like a year a year ago. I thought Ray was still playing. God. No. Nah. Um, you know him. Shuttleworth. But um, it's very possible, man, because the rest of them are still playing. Like, And Kobe might come back knowing him. But, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's very possible. Kobe watched. Now, this is very embarrassing, too. Shout out to Lakers fans listening. Yo. Very embarrassing. Um. <laughs> he's still that dude though Kobe's still that Kobe arguably 
Some people call, call him the greatest, the greatest Laker and the greatest spirit. So I don't, but I can't deny that man's game. I'm like, just Kobe waiting for that uh, the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, like the championship Shaq and Kobe Lakers, to get added on 2K because oh. that's gonna be some oh, work. Oh man, they are aren't they on 2K? Nah, it's 97, 98. Yeah, 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 it is nice. Having it. Yeah, I don't know but why. But when they get, like, then. 2000, 2001, 2002 Lakers, be crazy. Yeah. Shaq was in North the other day. I was trying to get a picture of him. I didn't catch him, though. He was up there doing some work with the mayor or whatever. He got a podcast, too. I think Kobe was on. Was he not? Yeah. What did they do? Did they spend the whole time talking about Dwight? I, I don't listen to Shaq podcast. This human is not, not that good to me. He's, like, he tries to... He, he from North. He from Jersey. No matter. So, I support him. But outside of that, like, his humor... Like he does the most. I'm like, what? It's not check. Stop it. Like, but, but it, I mean, so him and Kobe went back and forth all throughout the years. That's what's kind of surprised. I'm sure they mended. You know, Kobe had my taste and all that. You know, the back and forth, the trading. Yeah. You know, I think they just but, bonded over not liking Dwight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. Like, yo, Kobe yeah. probably called Shaq like, yo. I see what you was getting on, man. I don't like this dude. Yeah, and they had a great run together. They they made history together and could have been possibly the greatest duo ever if they stood together. So I get why they, you know, yeah. were Kendall and it's cool, man. It's all love, man. I like to see that, man. All right. Well, let's so talk about it. these Christmas Day games. Um, as we let's know, it, man. the NBA runs Christmas Day unless it mm-hmm. unless Christmas Day falls on a Sunday. Then I doubt they'll try to compete with the NFL on that. Um, Not happening. But... So there's five games on Christmas Day. Um, we're just mm-hmm. going to, you know, pick these games. Who we think is going to win? Straight through them. How much? Who's going to be the starter game? So um, the first game is the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Miami Heat. Who you got? Mm, God, um, I got the Pelicans. The Heat, cool. I got the Pelicans. Pelicans are nice, bro. I got Anthony Davis. He the next next. I said that before Steph got hot at the LeBron, but listen. But Anthony Davis, he nice. Like, I, he was the guy, but he still is in some way. I got the Pelicans. Who you got? I got Miami for this one. I think um, okay. I think Bosh is going to give Anthony Davis a little bit of work. Bosh wilding over a little Miami, ain't he? Huh? Trying to prove that he can. Bosh over there wilding a little Miami, ain't he? Trying to prove that he can be be the star without LeBron, whatever. He's a star, obviously. Wade but... is over there balling. Wade's averaging like yeah. twenty one a game, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next game. All right, the next game: Chicago versus Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Yeah, next game. No doubt. <laughs> next game. I think Westbrook's gonna go off. I think Westbrook had a big game. Westbrook is that animal? Like Westbrook God. might next game. Westbrook might hang forty on D Rose. Yeah, D Rose sit there with the same straight face on. <laughs> so, nothing different. All right. Um, then let's skip over that when we come to that one last. Um, the night games we got San Antonio versus Houston. I'm rolling with San Antonio on that one. Obviously, me too. Um, yeah, and I think they'll win by like 20. I don't think it'll be close. Uh, uh, I don't think that's going to be close, man. Now, he used to offensively hang with him, but defensively, uh, not so much. Harding gonna put like forty five up probably. Shit, mm-hmm. don't even do it. Like he might, and they still lose by twenty though. It's Christmas Day. He got to show off. You know, he like to show off. So the last game yeah, of the night <laughs> is yeah, man. The Clippers versus the Lakers. Kobe's oh, last Christmas. Clip- I-, I was. I'm gonna say Clippers by default because the Lakers are like just terrible to look at. Um, but. Yeah, the Clippers. Clippers aren't. Clippers fell off to me a little bit. Like 
don't know, man. The, the chemistry there, whatever, is, isn't they how added, it was in recent years. They added a lot of yeah, pieces man. this summer. They added Paul Pierce. They added Lance, your boy Lance Stevenson. They added yeah, Josh Smith. That's a lot to add in one off season and try to manage that with the egos you already, the egos and the players and the talent you already have on True. hand. You already got Blake. You got CP3. You bring back DeAndre. You got yeah, JJ playing. Redick. You got Jamal Crawford. Yeah, so I'm going with uh, the Clippers, the mm-hmm. better team. So, um, I think I'm gonna roll with the Clippers for the win on this one. Um, but I would yeah. love to see Kobe pull out some some crazy game just because it's Christmas. But I won't get my oh, hopes yeah, up for that. See, I'd love to see Kobe go off. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm a Kobe fan. I'd love to see him go off. Like he's still one of the greatest. But man, L.A. Clippers gonna run him out the gym, man. That's that's just what it is, in my opinion. All right, and this is like this is the the marquee game. Uh, skipped over mm-hmm. it, but we're coming back to it. It's a rematch of last year's NBA Finals: the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Golden State Warriors. Mm. Who you rolling with? I'm going with the Warriors. However, however, I said this from the beginning. This is like a side note. I said this at the beginning. And of the don't season, forget, Kyrie I, just came back last night. Yeah, Kyrie came back. Um, I'm still going with the Warriors. The Warriors, they they're going for that seven three and nine. Or whatever it is, seventy four. They're going for that Bulls record, mm-hmm. um, and they're also extremely good. Like they're the best team by far right now in the game, mm-hmm. with the best player playing right now in the game. Um, yeah. Right now, meaning speaking. So, and and they, too, I mean, they're deep. Like Golden State, the, the up tempo, the fast They're just like they'll kill you from the art. They kill you from the inside. Like Golden State got it. And Miami, Miami, <laughs> Cleveland, somewhat is that. I said this in the beginning of the season. I got Cleveland winning the championship. A healthy Cleveland. I got the win in the uh, championship. A healthy Cleveland. I'm sorry. Like, that would be a great... Like, I think the odds would be definitely be in their favor. But the way Golden State is playing now, I don't see too many people stopping them. That one loss was good for them. You know, they fell back. Now they, like, try not to lose nothing else. Um, mm-hmm. they, they had a little scuffle on the court with the Bucks, which is hilarious. But, listen, I got Golden State. I got Cleveland in the long run in the championship. A healthy Cleveland. But I got Golden State, man. I'm sorry. The, the boys are... I got yeah, Golden sorry. State on this one, um, simply for the fact that Cleveland has Mo Williams on the roster, and I can never, <laughs> I can never roll with Mo Williams. Um, Golden, this wow. is what I, this is what I really like about Golden State. This, I really like this mm-hmm. about that team. They're very selfless. Everybody, very. It doesn't very. matter. Like Clay Thompson will go off for forty one night, and Steph will sit back and just have twenty, and it don't seem like it's a problem. Um, yeah. You got Andre Iguodala, go who's off. been an all-star. Yeah. He started his entire career, and he's like, okay, I'll come off the bench. It's whatever. Like, we still going, we're going to do work. Draymond will do anything and everything on the court. He'll defend a five, and he's like six seven. Mm-hmm. He'll rebound yeah, and this. run the fast break. Like, they play good team ball, man. Everybody really on the floor can shoot. If they need to go big, Everybody. they got Bogut and Azili to go in there and bang around and use their six fouls, grab a couple rebounds They're while really they out there. Team. Yeah, man. Um, Harrison really Barnes, good, athletic. It's just a lot of nice pieces to have on one roster. Um, yeah, man. And Luke, shout out to Luke Walton. I don't. I mean, I don't really know yeah, how he, much coaching he's actually doing because this team was already great when Steve Kerr got it. So right. this is just like. Holding your dad's rental car, um, right? But wasn't 
Didn't he just play not too long ago? Huh? Wasn't he just playing not too long ago? Luke Walton? Yeah, like two seasons ago. Last season, I think. He was in the Lakers, right? (laughs) Nah, he ended up on Cleveland. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They uh, he was with the Lakers for a long time. Um, Actually, most of his career. But he coaching now, man. Yeah, man, and it's looking like he's probably the next big coaching candidate. Honestly, when you start off, you know your coaching career as an interim coach, and you. Go twenty four. What is it? Twenty four and zero to start. Yeah, like that's that looks great to pers- prospective teams. Um, Very good, man. You know, you got teams. Mark. What teams do you think will lose their coach by the end of this year? Does the Knicks? I don't. The Knicks <laughs> will lose everything. The Knicks. Yo, the honestly, Lakers. don't think about it. Luke Walton was a Laker. He knows the triangle. Phil's there. Derek doesn't seem to be working out too well. That could be. That might be a possibility. It that could be that. that might he could end up. end up going back to LA and coaching the Lakers if Byron Scott gets canned. Yeah, um, Philly. Yep. Nah, Don't forget, we that's just resigned our coach for two years. Get out of here. No, y'all suck. They need to stop Philly. They need to sell Philly. <laughs> but they need to just get that team. Y'all suck, bro. Like, I remember made a little wager, friendly wager. But we ain't gonna talk about that. My team, your team, but look, fam, we ain't my, gonna talk there's, about that. there's no reason for me to ever bet on my team. I know what's up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,はいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはい
Um, I think, do you think, I think Carolina Tampa cares to win these games? Do they sit people to rest up for the playoffs? Especially, you know, we we see mm-hmm. what Odell did yesterday, uh, headbutting yeah. Josh Norman on the field, basically, at full speed. Yeah. Do you risk your key players like a Josh Norman, like Luke Keekley, like Cam Newton, Greg Olson? Do you put them out there, Ted again? Do you put them out there and risk the injury, knowing that you're already in the playoffs, you got the number one seed sewed up? Or do you go for history? Do you try to win everything out? I think they go for history. Um, knowing the coach and knowing Cam, I think they go for history. It would be wise to sit them out and let these two games go however they're going to go. However, I think they go for history, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, they're not going to take their foot off the gas. Like They go for history. And not just the team, but for Cam. If Cam plays these last two games, he has another chance to put more stats and more you know, TDs and all that in the history books as a quarterback. So I don't think he's going to pass up that chance to get, you know, to add more to his stat sheet and put his name in a history book. So I think they go for history. Um, it may not be wise in the eyes of some people because they're like, just rest them and you can play better in the playoffs. But nah, man, like, and these are winnable games. Like Atlanta, come on. Like Atlanta suck. Hey, Erica, yeah, they suck. Um, <laughs> Atlanta sucks. Now, Tampa Bay may give a better shot. Winston been like surprising me this season somewhat. So, but I see them winning both of these games easily, man. I, Tampa Bay's like may give a fight, but I see him winning, man. And the playoffs should be interesting in FC. Yeah, man. AFC, I'm got nothing. We don't got nothing over there. Cam Newton has accounted for 40 touchdowns this season, 33 passing, seven rushing, and man, since the game against he Washington like- in Week 11, 15, he's thrown 18 touchdowns to one interception over those last five games. God, Cam is just. He's playing the at only, a great. The only other guy playing at this level right now is Russell Wilson. Russell, yeah, Russell. Yo, Seahawks quality doing their thing, man. Yeah. A lot of people count them out Don't at the beginning of the season. Nobody want to see the Seahawks. Nobody yeah, Seahawks wants to see the Seahawks pain. in the playoffs. Nobody. Like, a lot of people counting them out. They came back for a vengeance. You know, they were saying, "Oh, Russell, Sierra, the curse." I'm like, stop it. Like, <laughs> they're doing their thing now. Like, oh, Russell's five games. He's thrown 19 touchdowns, no interceptions. <laughs> Jeez. That's ridiculous. I don't think Carolina want to see him. Like they're not going to see him, obviously, first round. But yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's man. That'll that, be that, that would be a yo, great. That would be a great NFC yeah. title game. That's what I want to see for an NFC great title game. Title game. Seattle man, versus Carolina, and it's going to be in Carolina. Listen, I'm a Jets fan, but if my Jets don't make the playoffs and we lose, whatever, I'm going for Carolina to take it all. Now I'm not. I, get, I think I'm not guaranteeing that that's going to be the NFC Championship because no, Arizona no, has a lot to say about that. Even though they just Green lost Bay. Tyron Matthew just, today, um, yeah. Arizona's got a lot to say about that. Uh, Green Bay's got a lot to say about that. Um, whoever wins the NFC East has nothing to say about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they trash. That's the worst division of football right now. Like it is. Oh God, no doubt it is. If you're a Cowboy fan, y'all suck. If you're a Giants fan, y'all suck. Eagles, Redskins, y'all suck. But um, but yeah, man. Bro, the but Redskins I, I, about to win this division. You know why I had the Giants taking it, but they they're definitely about to win it. The Redskins are gonna win it. Man, um, they're not about to win nothing. Odell's about to get suspended. Uh, yeah, he got suspended. Oh, what did he get? He got a game. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that should be enough to kill them off. The Giants are done, man. But let's transition to everybody's favorite part of the show. Who's getting that toned down today, King? 
Yeah, man. Um, we had the perfect delivery, perfect setup for this Tone It Down. Tone It Down goes to Odell Beckham Jr. of the New York Giants. Um, it's not much to say. If you live under a rock, um, obviously the Giants, as we just talked about, lost to the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are now 14-0. Dab on them. But um, Odell Beckham Jr., he's a good player. I like Odell, right? But it comes to time he gets a little bit too passionate. Not passionate, but he does a little bit too much on the field. I'm all for passion, right? But he went overboard this game. And um, I think he needs to learn how to catch his composure, keep his composure. And um, prime example, Josh Norman is the in him, right? Cornerback. And they're both going back and forth. Don't get me wrong. Right? People have this scuff. Was Dion had it back in the day, but old oh boy, you know, cornerbacks and wide receivers, they go back and forth all the time. That's passion. That's a part of the game. However, there's need, there needs to be a certain level of professionalism. I think when you're on the field, and I don't care what you do on the sideline, right? So I'm going to break the scenario down to you. It happens. The game is starting. Whatever. They're going back and forth, yada, yada. Josh Norman and, you know, exchanging words with Beckham. Then Beckham tri- trips him up, you know, timeline of events. Um, Josh Norman hits him. You know, he flies by, <laughs> he flies by, hits him back. And next thing you know, the next play, Odell Beckham comes up the top ropes and with a flying headbutt and headbutts Josh Norman, helmet to helmet at like 40 miles per hour. Exaggeration, but if you see the clip, you get what I'm talking about. Odell Beckham Jr., sometimes he does the most. His antics and stuff, it, it goes out of control sometimes. And if you remember T.O. and Chad Johnson, that's like kind of like what got them off, you know, what kind of uh, shunt teams away from them because they took it too far. So I like Odell. He's a great player, but I think he needs to learn how to muster up and keep that composure. And he was doing the most. Norman isn't guilt I mean innocent at all. Don't get me wrong. But Odell just took it to another level. A level that wasn't even called for in my opinion. You know, and um he was hitting them and uh, it was crazy. It was embarrassing, man. I hate the Giants anyway, so I was happy to see him look stupid. But <laughs> it just got out of control to me. And um they ended up losing. So all them antics was was for nothing, man. So Odell Beckham Jr., the New York Giants, tone it down or turn it off. Like I did an Instagram clip of you Vogan down the hallway. So, um, so yeah, man. Odell he, he should also that. get a tone it down for dropping that 52-yard touchdown catch. Yeah, yeah, that too. That's why your team he, lost. Not because you headbutted somebody, but because you can't catch. Well, he can't yeah, catch. Like he, we, that's a stretch, he but he didn't catch that one. And he got suspended a game. He got the nerve to say, uh, the bats. They're, I guess Carolina had bats, was taunting them with bats, whatever. I'm like, come on. like, So they're staying now? Like, stop it. Like, stop trying to find an excuse. Like, you were wrong. And, he just did the most, man. I like that, you know. I'm all for like games of fun, but on that field, like, have some composure. You make your team look bad, bro. Like, he got suspended the game. I think Norman should get some type of fine, maybe, cause he he was enticing things too. But Beckham just took it to a whole other hemisphere. I'm like, dude, really? Like, but he, he gonna tone it down. So, yeah, man. It is what it is, dude. It's always somebody to get it tone it down. Always, yeah. somebody's always gonna get toned down. Um, yeah, you might you might get it soon. Never mind, we gonna talk about that off air. But <laughs> the reason why? But let's get into this music, man. Um, this past Friday, a couple albums dropped. Um, we're gonna talk about a couple of them. Uh, the first yeah, one man. is Pusha T. Is Darkest Before Dawn. You were just gonna talk about this briefly. We're not gonna go track by track with this. Um, yeah. What did you like from this project? Um, I love the last song, Sunshine. I love that mm-hmm. with Jill Scott. I love her on the hook, man. Like, she sounds... This is one of the best hooks I've heard her on in a while. Um, I love Sunshine. The story he paints um, talks about, you know, the black community and how, you know, the higher-ups feed off of us and treat us a certain way, and it isn't fair. We heard the story before, but I love Pusha T rapping in this angle, 
you know, um, I love it, you know. Mm-hmm. He has a very, he has a lot of authenticity with his rhymes to me, um, whether it's drugs or stuff like this. <laughs> but um, Sunshine was dope. Um, the intro was dope to me, Metro Boomin. Like, it was very different, too. That's That beat that he was, was rapping Metro? on. Like I, Yeah, that was Metro Boomin. Like, wow. That's my dog. Um, and th- Yeah, so, yeah, Metro killed that. I love that sample. Um, the joint where Beanie... Your man, Chris Monday be owing niggas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He definitely said that your MCM be owing niggas, and it's a lot of MCMs out there. They be owing niggas, man. I ain't nobody MCM, I think. So I don't owe niggas anyway. So it is what it is. <laughs> but um, well, I owe the medical bill, but that don't count. But um, but yeah, man, I like that the Benny Seagull record. May. Yeah, we all do, right? That Benny Seagull record was okay to me. I don't like Seagull on it, but I think Seagull something's wrong with his voice at the moment. He, he's rapping like, the cadence he was rapping. I didn't, I didn't appreciate it really. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like the like I said the intro. Um, he got it was very short though. It was a short album. Yeah, um, very short album. He he got some joints from Diddy, Timberland. Um, you know, and a lot of people are saying that this is the Pusha T album that's going to make the statement that solidifies him. I guess um, as if he wasn't already. But I get what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it just dropped, so I'm still sit with it. Obviously, but those are my brief thoughts. What about you? What you think about him? I liked uh, the first record with the Dream MFTR, the third record on the album. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That they was cool. they that worked was really cool. well together. I liked them together. Dream and Pusha. Dream is dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it filled with shots at Cash Money. Um, this whole album is really, but definitely Drake this song too. But yeah. Um, and other than that, and Sunshine, I didn't really. I'm not the hugest Pusha T fan, so I'll, I'll get yeah, that out either. the way I'm first. Um, but those were the two records I liked the most. Um, but I kind of had a little issue with Sunshine. Um, really? Yeah, just because I think it's more of who it's coming from than anything else. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that whole Push man in the mirror joint. The, you know, the Castro of this Coke rap. Like, mm-hmm. when you, when your persona and you unashamedly using the persona of a drug dealer. Um, it's kind of hard for me to take serious your social activism side. It's kind of yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard when nine of the ten records you're talking about dealing, bailing out your little homies that get caught, like uh-huh. killing folks, and then that was like, oh man, but these cops in this system is crooked. And it's holding us back as a people. But the dealer is a part of the system that's holding our people back. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it just was hard for me to take that song in. Like, if that was not Pusha, I think I would love the song. If that was Kendrick, then you'll, uh, J. Cole, you'll love it. Yeah. But, but I mean, I get it. But I get how also it can be like, uh, dude, you just... Just try to sell drugs to me for nine tracks. Now you want to tell me to rise up? <laughs> yeah. I, I get it, and uh, that may, but that may be the gem for his listeners that his regular, his core following. Like a lot of them may not listen to anything, any positivity, uh, inspirational this type music. True. So that that may be the gem. Like you hide the candy and the medicine, whatever the medicine, the candy. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I that aspect I get. Maybe he did that for that. Like I mean, this is like the hope at the end for the homies, you know, his listeners. So. But I, I get what you're saying. And I guess it does I, play into the, the title, Darkest Before Dawn, because I guess the sun shines when dawn is coming. So, it makes sense. Yeah, that was smart. Yeah. 
Um, it, it was just cool. Like, I'm still sitting with, like I said, so more time. Yeah. All right, so let's get into this other album. This is Royalty by Chris Brown. Yeah. How do you feel you about this? You can talk this? about it first. No, you, you talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I, first, let me, let me start with this. Um, the song Proof that samples mm-hmm. Jodeci, My Heart Belongs to You, the track is fire. Love it. But mm-hmm. I'm a huge Jodeci fan, so take we, that we for know. what it's worth. Um, for the time on the podcast, but yeah. Yeah, take that for what it's worth. Um, now, I, I do want to say this about the song Little More Royalty. Um, in the context of this album, that song sounds so different than hearing the song mm-hmm. as a standalone song or watching the song, uh, watching the video that goes with it the does, song. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the first time I heard this song, I heard it in the context of the album. I, I opted not to listen to um, anything from Chris before I heard the album. I wanted to hear everything together. Um, and so I just listened and from track one up until no filter, it's all about the fast life, quote unquote. Um, right. There's, there's no, and it's very explicit. Hence it being an explicitly, uh, tagged album on Apple music, on Spotify and iTunes, whatever. Um, and then you get to little more, and I think it's like one of two songs on the whole album that's not tagged as explicit. One of three songs, I'm sorry, that's not yeah. tagged as explicit. Um, and it's about his yeah. daughter. Watching the video, I get that it's about his daughter, and it makes sense, and it sounds like it's about his daughter. In the context right. of the album, it sounds like he's right. just singing about the girl that he's in love with, not his daughter. It sounds like a woman that he's sleeping with. You think that was on purpose? That had to be on purpose. I don't you know, know, but it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I know what you're saying. Cause it's it's fo- weird to have yeah. a song and an album, an album with your daughter on it, on the cover, and a song with your daughter's name on it, and it's about sex. And sex is a part of life, and obviously sex created this daughter that he has. Right. But if you're going to put your daughter's name on the song, I would think that the song would be more directly about her than being as, I guess, um, a double entendre kind of song. Okay. Where it could mean that I'm talking about my daughter when I'm talking to my daughter. And then when I'm talking to a chick, I'm talking to a chick and it still mean it still works for both. It's clever that he can do that, but it's just weird to put your daughter's name on it. Like maybe right, if this right. song was just little more and the video comes out and it's his daughter and you'd be like, Oh man, that's dope. But when it has his daughter's name on it, I'm expecting it as the song to be about his daughter completely. And a little just, child friendly, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um but I do think he was trying to play on her I think he kept it relative and subjective so people to listen, they'd be like, Oh, I can attribute this to my girl, my daughter. But I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, if daughter's name is on it, bro, like it's like it's kind of awkward, but um, yeah. For the um, I I like I'm gonna say the tracks I like because um, I still gotta sip this album, but on first listen, honestly, I don't feel it as much as I did X or anything prior. Yeah, like it's a lot of stuff up here. Like the production is a, it sounds like it's mixed with like tuxedo and Daft Punk. Like the whole some of the production is like 
all over the place, which mm-hmm. isn't a bad thing, but it's like, eh. I like Back to Sleep. Back to Sleep is dope. Liquor is dope. Um, my favorite track, though, is K. I didn't get, that's about Karuchi, obviously. Um, K-A-E. Mm-hmm. K, Kai, whatever. Um, I love that track. That track, the guitar, the echoes, the sounds. Like, I love the instrumentation up there. Um, he talks about Karuchi, obviously. Then he talks about kidnapping and going missing. I'm like, hold up. Like, what? But, <laughs> but it's, it's about four tracks I like, honestly. I haven't gotten to it much. I'm trying to. Um, I haven't gotten with it much lately. I'm going to try to. But, yeah, it's cool. Like, it's... It's not what I was expecting from Chris, but it's something different, you know? So, mm-hmm. it's cool. That, that five more hours joint, that I was on the zero. Yeah, zero, anyway, stuff like that. That whole EDM, tuxedo-type wave, like, it's, it's cool. I mean, it's cool to me. Any other thing you want to say about that? Or you? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, th- what was the single? Liquor? Liquor, Liquor was, was a single, single. Right? Back to Sleep was a single. Zero was Back a single. Back to Sleep is dope. Liquor is dope. I'm guessing Little More is a single since there is a video for it. Uh, yeah, I don't even remember that song to be honest. But Back to Sleep is dope, very dope, very. Um, Liquor is dope too. Um, Let, can I say this? Yeah. What happened to R&B being suggestive? Like mainstream R&B being suggestive, like the Babyface album. I mean, again, it's Babyface. He's older. He's from that era, so he's writing it. Right. And it's more suggestive, but like, even with this record, I like Back to Sleep, but it's like, it's like a baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, um, come on, can you can you slow pitch it in there? Can you throw the change up for once? Does everything got to be a fastball? Yeah, it's that's the area we live in. R and B, unfortunately, R and B is definitely shifted and it's different. You got a few people out there still making dope music. And I think Chris still makes dope music. Um, but for the general consensus is like, yeah, it's a whole different wave now, man. You guys got to get with it to get lost, I guess. Um, we like on this whole Bryson Tiller R&B, this, this rap, rap saying R&B. That's what R&B is now. Yeah. No shots to Bryson. But, you know, he got a couple joints now. But, but yeah, man. I mean, that's what it boils down to. So this album's cool. It's, it's cool. I mean, eh. Eh, Well, one of the better things right now. Um, so <laughs> it's the end of the year. Um, it's kind of time that we sit down and start thinking about the year of music, how this year has gone yeah, with music. So we've come up with our 10 favorite albums and our 10 favorite songs um, from the year 2015. Let's and we're going to share them with you. Um, which one do you, you want to do first, albums or songs? Uh, let's do albums. Let's do albums first. Albums and first? Which one do you want to do? We can do albums first. That's fine. I asked All right. You. <laughs> All right. You can start it over, man. Okay. You can start, I'm sorry. You so, can start it up. My 10 albums, in no particular order, other than oh, number you bug, one. I got... Other than number one. Number one is Kendrick with To Pimp a Butterfly. Um, but the mm-hmm. rest of these, not really in order, just the, the other nine that... I got order with mine. <laughs> I got a list. <laughs> you Go got ahead. an order? Okay. I got so, an order, bro. It's about order. Go ahead. Okay. So, Kendrick's To Pimp a Butterfly, um, Armand's The Epiphany of Marcus Graham. You uh, starting from one? My bad, go ahead. I think he's going to suspend I mean, him. I already said To Pimp a Butterfly was number one and the rest. Just yeah. don't. You, right, you do yours in reverse order. I don't have an order. Mine is just the 10 All projects right, I like the suspense. most. All right, go ahead. All, All right. right. So, The Epiphany of Marcus Graham by Armand Wake Up. Uh, Camden by Tony Tillman. Um, mm. Justin Bieber's Purpose. Jay Givens' mm. Fly Exam. 
Andy Minio's Uncomfortable, Spazzy Rockets Hours Spent Loving You, L. Hayes Aura EP, D1's Threes Up EP, and Tragic Heroes My Own Worst Enemy. I think it gets pretty solid to me. I think it's pretty solid. Um, yeah, we're going to discuss. You don't have really order, so I can't really say why is this. only thing I can talk about is why is it on the list at all. But um, yeah. I think our lists are pretty similar. Um, I'm going to start mine from 10, and I'm going to 1. Um, number 10, Shrim Life by Ray Shrimmer. Okay. Hit, hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. But that's why it's 10, because it's not really, you know what I mean. Um, number 9, the Pink Polo EP by Masego. Madison and Masego. Dope EP. Check it out. Um, we're counting albums and EPs also for those listening. Like, How you put that in there? It's albums and EPs. Um, number eight, Testo and Youth by Lupe Fiasco. Um, number seven, Hours Spent Loving You, Spazzy Rocket EP, Hard EP. Number six, the Epiphany of Marcus Graham, Armand. Number five, the album about nothing, Wale. Mm. Number four, My Own Worst Enemy, Tragic Hero. Number three, Fly Exam, Jay Gibbons. Number two, Eagle Theft. Theft. <laughs> Ego Death, The Internet, and number one, To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. That's my top ten list. Now, and let me know. I gotta... Did I miss this? Did you say Donnie Trumpet? No, no, no. Um, That was the Pink Polo EP. No, no, no. That was something else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's my number ten, one through ten in order, Um, which I think in order is the best. Um, I love Ego Death. That album is amazing. Uh. I love Timber. I said Timber. Uh, I love Timber Pepper Butterfly. Fly Exam, even though you can't understand 50% of it, it's still dope. Um, <laughs> I still can under, understand 70-80% of the album, but it's so hard. Like, Jay Gibbons always be my dude. Like, that's my nigga. So, yeah, man. Tragic had a dope album. Wale was dope. Armand had a dope album. Um, I like Cairo's better than Epiphany Marcus Graham. Um, but the Epiphany is dope also, but I like Cairo's better. And um, I would dare to say it's kind of in that classic realm. You know what I mean? Well, when it comes to this genre, whatever. I'd agree you with what? you, but I'd agree with you, but for the sake of argument, why do you why do you think Kairos is better? I like the production on Kairos better. Um, I like the uh, the content, mm-hmm. the direction he went with that. Um, obviously, he went on relationships and stuff like that on this album. That was the most part, but Kairos it was more like it was more diverse and everything. Guess which isn't to say it's better because of that, but that's personally I like that better. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there was stories, like, there was a whole, the poems in between, like, it was a whole setup. Kairos was really, really, a really great album. Um, and this is good also, but I just, like, like I said, production, content, direction he went in, mm-hmm. the poems, everything. Like, the the uh, uh, the pullout, that, what you call it? Whatever. The thing that went with it, the videos, everything that went with it, it was very dope to me. So, I like Kairos better. Um, okay. So, yeah, Spazzy up there. Uh, Testo and Youth, the Pink Polo, yeah, man. So those are my ten albums. Um, if you don't like it, fight me, or you can tweet me at Tony Lee underscore. <laughs> if you agree with me, you can. If you don't, you don't. I mean, my album list may not look like anyone else's, but that, it is what it is. So, um, so yeah, man. Word. Um, okay. So let's get to these songs. You're going first this, this time. Oh man, I gotta go first. Yeah, you gotta go first for this one. <laughs> Um, yeah, the rollout. That's what I meant to say. The rollout for that album. I don't know why that was not on my mind at the time, but the rollout. But okay, back to the songs. Wow. Okay, this is my song list. Personally, this is what I think is the best this year. I don't care what you think. This is what it is. Um, number ten, Tony Tillman, Ghost. Amazing song. That's mm. number ten. 
Number nine, we are you now, Justin Bieber, Diplo, Skrillex, all of that good stuff. Was it Diplo? But yeah, that song is amazing. I got a video of me dancing to that song in the backyard, like wilding. I might put it on the timeline. And I'm really not. You know what that means. Every time I say that, I don't do it. Um, number eight, Institutionalized, Kendrick Lamar. Mm. That song is so slept on, mm. like on the album. Okay. People sleep on that song. Like, that's a top three song from the album. I don't care. That change up and that, ah, God. Um, number seven, The Matrimony, Wale and Usher. That song is undeniable. You can't deny that song. Um, number six, Know Yourself, Drake. I actually like this song better than Back to Back. Back to Back had bigger impact. It was cool with the whole diss thing, but hearing this song in live settings, hearing this song in my car, Know Yourself is something I resonate with better. So that's number six. Number five, March Madness, Future. If you don't got that in your list, then you deserve to freaking... Yeah. Um... Number four, Mural by Lupe Fiasco. An amazing lyrical journey. That album you said amazing. number four? Yeah, number four. Okay. Uh, number three, Give You a Minute, Armand. That that record, mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> that was that was fight for number one. That's a really, really good song. Like That's from Epiphany Marcus Graham. That song is really good. Like I love yes, that record. Sir. Number two, RGF Allen, Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap's best song to date. Do not debate me. R. Jeff Allen mm. is hard. Well, forever. It ain't. Don't debate me. Don't mm. do that. What? Okay, what? What's his best you, song to do? We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Go ahead. All right. Don't say it again. But um, and number one, Soon Enough by Spazzy Rocket. That song. Which one? It's a perfect song. Soon Enough, Spazzy Rocket. Okay. That's a good one. Amazing, amazing, amazing record. Spazzy's dope. He on his way, man. Dude makes good music, and that's my number one song. I know a lot of people might not agree with that, but I really don't care. But do check it out. S P Z R K T, pronounced Spazzy Rocket. Um, so that's about one through ten, man. So let me hear yours, and let's get it. Okay, I'm gonna start with number ten. Number ten is because it started the most entertaining beef this summer. Rico by Drake and Meek. That's my number ten. Just because it start. Just because it started everything this summer. <laughs> the only reason it's on here. I don't even really like the record, but just because that's hilarious. Just because Meek was like, "Oh, he talking about me on this? I'm gonna get at him," and then wow, he got started. That's funny. Um, that's funny. Right. I respect that. So that's number funny. nine is "Ride for Me" uh, by John Gibbs off of his project Soul Rebel. Okay. Number eight for me is "Halfway Love" by Elhe from his Aura mm. EP. If, that's a dope. It's a that's dope a sample flip. Um, you should be able to pick it out pretty easily if you hear it. Very Um, Number seven for me is Mural by Lupe Fiasco. Excellent record. That song is amazing. Amazing record. What is it, six minutes or seven minutes long? Six or seven minutes long, just straight bars. I love it. Yeah. Um, Number six for me, Blind Man by Spazzy Rocket. Mm. King of the Fields. And he also got number five for me, Jesus My King. Great yeah. J- or JMK as it's called great record I ain't mad at that at all um, number at four all, for me is Sorry by Justin Bieber number three <laughs> what no that record's hard it's just funny like it's hard though it's hard That's number three for me is You by Kendrick Lamar I just love mm. the emotional uh, that depth. record's huh? amazing that record is amazing that's yeah that's, yeah Okay, go ahead. Just amazing depth of emotion in that record. Um, great introspection, so I loved it. Number two for me is again by Fetty Wap. 
Dope. Debate me. Dope. You are. You already know that's why I hummed you when you said RGF Island was his best record to date. It is his best record. Again, it's dope. Track Queen, is, that's all dope. But RGF Island is a better record. Again, it's really good. But RGF Island. My all niggas right. stop their money just to spend it. Because when you go, you cannot take it with you. And where about my niggas? Because <laughs> I got them. Like, come on, man. I got to give you the sound language. Number. It's dope. RGF Island bangs. Don't do that. Baby. Don't do that to the yeah. fans. Don't, don't do that. Uh, just yeah. the part where they cut it off. <laughs> nah, but um, okay. And my number one record is Drake with Hotline Bling. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, man, I, I respect that. You can't deny that. You, yeah, you can't. You can't. And the fact that yeah. I mean, I liked Cha Cha before I even heard before Hotline Bling came out, and Hotline yeah. Bling was just. You can't deny that record. That record is yeah. hard. I was on a stage at SOBs in New York. My man Lewis, shout out to Young Boss on Twitter. Hey. He's in New York. I got the video. Is actually that's a real video. A lot of times I put the video and I don't actually. There's a video on Twitter of us dancing uh, SOBs with, with some random girls, whatever, and they kicked us <laughs> off the stage at then because we wasn't supposed to be up there. It was actually at a Spazzy Rocket show, but it swayed. They was all in the building. I mean, we jumped on the stage, started wild, and like Hotline Bling came on. Like <laughs> that record is amazing. So you can't deny that, man. You can't. Um, he so even got legends flipping this record, man. Erica Badu. Jada Kiss thought line bling. I'm like, stop it. Just wait, what? Jada Kiss did thought, thought line bling. Yeah, thought line bling. <laughs> no, I I heard Fab had the trap line bling. I didn't know there was a thought line bling. That's hilarious. Yeah, I expected flat. I expected Fab to flip it. He flips everything. I have but, to hear this. This is hilarious. Yeah, and um, Keisha Cole made a if you're gonna she made a remix. I Why? Because <laughs> she wanted to make it. Keisha Cole's first album was hard. Don't, Okay, she might not be relevant now, but her first album had some joint. <sighs> it did. Yo, don't do that. I, don't no, do that. No, I mean, I, I hear you, but yeah. Yeah, she's not relevant now. Okay, that, that's enough about Keisha Cole. But um, I wanted to put Jasmine Sullivan on my album list, man, and some of her songs. Like, it was it was hard. Like, it was a couple of records. Like, dang. Like, it was a lot out there, man. But um, that's the solid list for me, the uh, songs and albums, man. So... And I'll, I'll say this, to- there was some records that I wanted to put on this list because they came out the very end of last year, um, D'Angelo, but I, uh, I didn't. J. Cole, yeah. Mm, D'Angelo, that was the only one I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Black Messiah is hard. Like, Black, yeah, Black Messiah still, is- man, I was listening to that today. Crazy, crazy record. I listened to it early this month. It's, it's really good. Like, when there's Kendrick and them, when there's Making to uh, Butterfly, they was listening to Black Messiah. Yeah, to get inspiration. Yeah, session, I need so. them. I need them on Kendrick's next album or D'Angelo's next album or both, whatever. They need to do a record you mean together. Them, the team or like the artists, like D'Angelo Kendrick or like the whole D'Angelo like and Kendrick. Kendrick. Team? I mean, okay. shoot, throw D'Angelo and his band in the room with Kendrick and the band that did to Pimple Butterfly and see what happens. Yeah, Terrence Martin. Do that. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quest Love, Terrence Martin. Yeah, get them all together. I'm with that. Pino. That would yeah, be amazing. Do that. Yeah, that would be amazing to do that album. You That's do, the collab yo, album I want to see. You could get that off. You give... Yeah, man. I need to be an A&R. Give D'Angelo two verses and let Kendrick kick it for 24. All right, you're taking it a bit too far. Um, so what? Back to, <laughs> no, the A&R part. I get the whole... Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. songs are very... There's a lot of songs to choose from, man. It was just so many bangers and so many... I, I wanted to put... Um, Taylor Swift in that blank space, but that was like 2014, I think. That's a really good record, man. Uh, My dog keeps shaking. Um, but Ellie Golding, um, Burn. It's a lot of good records here. Justin Bieber. Well, you got sorry. You got sorry. Then. Yeah. But um, so man. The Weeknd, Often. 
earned it. Like, I, it's a couple of records, I, other records I was thinking about, but um, yeah, man, it's a lot of records out here, a lot. But this is a list. It's the only list this, that matters. My list is based off of my personal listening. I don't listen to everything, so there's that. Yeah, I can't. I, mean, both I lists can't are. listen to everything. Shoot, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, like it's too much, and our lists aren't based off the public perception. Like this is what I like, and that that's what you like. So this is our personal top ten, and is it is what it is. It's the only list that matter. It's like now, but seriously, like it's, <laughs> it is what it is, man. Oh, you're and if you shots like at it, another podcast. I'm not at all. They want to shoot the fair one, we can shoot the fair one. But outside of that, like we only got like hundred listeners. I ain't trying to do no type of shots. <laughs> we trying to we on our way. We're the Fetty. Um Word. But yeah, man. So like if y'all like tweet the podcast on Twitter, um, at two tones, the number two, the word two, T O N E S. Tell us, you know, your list, your favorite album. You don't gotta do ten, you know, that's a bit much, but tell us your top three or your top three songs, you know, and email us if you want to. A lot of y'all y'all stop emailing us. They emailed us one show and they stopped. I'm like, yo. <laughs> Y'all ain't got no love for Two Tones? Word is born. We know OG where we at. Like, we on Twitter. <laughs> email us. DM us. Like Tony's married. It go ladies, down, DM it go me. down let's in talk. the DMs. <laughs> it go down. <laughs> Word of yo got it. Yo, let's talk. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I met. I seen him and Angela Simmons hugged up, whatever, at a party. I'm not going to assume that they're together. I just hope they're not. Because I had a question Angela Simmons <laughs> since Run's house. And I still put little pictures in the comments. I got I got a top five. I ain't gonna name them all right here, but Angela Simmons, Tracy Ellis Ross, um, uh, Erica Badu, the other two shall remain shall re- remain nameless. But that's my top five all time. And I seen Angela, Yo Gotti. I'm like, what? I asked God like, how? What, what is this? And um, and God and said he it made goes that down in the DMs, my son. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's the only Yo time I talked to Tony Lee in the last three years. Just to don't tell do him that. Don't do that. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> don't get stumped out. Don't do that. Don't get stumped out. Don't don't do that. But uh, <laughs> nah, it go down in the DM. Like and and we both know that from experience. You're a married man now, though. I don't keep that on the hush. Um, Thanks, so sir. it go down. It go down in the DM, man. I mean, I, I not in my DMs. My DMs are dry. Matter of <laughs> fact, hit two tones DMs up. Tell us about the show. Forget about what we think. Tell us about the show. Tell us your favorite albums. Email us, man, and get with us, man. So and um, looking at the 2016, we got some sponsors coming up. I mean, we got some couple of, you know what I mean, a couple of cats in the bag we're going to pull out soon. Y'all just stay posted, man. We appreciate y'all listeners. We appreciate the the loyalty, man, because we was off for like three weeks. And um, y'all still stuck with us, man. I'm hoping y'all do. If y'all, if y'all. <laughs> Word. I'm, I'm hoping they stuck with us. Hopefully you listen to this. But, um, but yeah, man. Yeah. Dope list. Well, definitely Dope we list. thank you. We definitely appreciate your ear. Thank you for having us. We out. Peace. We out. Peace.